0: good morning friends welcome to the second week of advent my message title today is time to light up some peace and i have a a number of texts today you're going to notice as i go through the message but during four weeks in december many churches celebrate advent it's a season of expectation of the arrival of jesus the messiah and we do so by lighting five candles the first four generally held in a wreath are lit once a week and the last one Churches will either light on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, depending upon the calendar year. This tradition roots uh, started during the Middle Ages, perhaps as far back as the 4th or 5th century A.D. But the Advent candle wreath that most of us have come to know today has pretty solid historical origins from the 1800s forward. Now, Each candle represents something different, an important element in the coming of Jesus and our expectation of him. There are three purple candles for hope peace, and joy. We talked about hope last week. And then there is the pink candle of love. And in the middle is a white candle, the Christ candle, which represents the five elements of the Christmas story. Now today I'm going to cover the second candle, the candle of peace. And to do this, let's ask two questions to begin. What does the Bible say about peace? And why does this matter? Well, not surprisingly, the Bible has a lot to say about peace as it attributes peace to Jesus himself. In fact, we hear of him way back in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, when it talks about him being the prince of peace. In fact, the word peace appears 210 times in the Old Testament and 85 times in the New Testament. So what is this candle of peace all about today? But one of the hallmarks of the Christmas story is when the angels appeared to the shepherds and proclaimed in Luke 2.14, peace on earth. See, Jesus brought about peace in the most unexpected ways when he arrived. The Jews, particularly the zealots, wanted a rebellion. They wanted their Savior to overturn the oppressive rule of the Romans and bring about peace, but in a violent way. But Jesus had something else in mind. Jesus brings us peace in a number of ways. Well, let's explore these. Well, first of all, he gives us inner peace. Now, because of his work on the cross, we have a chance to receive salvation and to be indwelled by the Holy Spirit. He becomes the resident president, if you will. Now, this grants us an inner peace, as John 14:27 says, <clears throat> Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be fearful. So, friends, not only do we have the peace that comes from our assurance of salvation, but we also have the peace of mind, knowing God will heal this broken world and will come again. Well, second, we can have peace with other people. See, we put aside our differences, especially with other believers, because, you know, we belong to the same family, regardless of which silo we happen to worship in. As Galatians 3.28 tells us, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Here's the third one. We have the same peace to let others know about the peace of Jesus. Now, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom, and it goes far beyond not fighting with other people or having peace as we know it. Shalom, as someone said, is how things are meant to be, a small slice of heaven. The peace of God allows us to look at others through heaven's eyes and to help guide the world to see God's here and not yet here kingdom. Peace from God, biblical peace, allows us to trust in God's promises through restful, tranquil faith, despite despite the dark, scary world around us. And then there is biblical peace. And let me give you four examples. First of all, biblical peace guards our hearts from the devil. I don't know if you ever thought about that. But Paul talks about that in Philippians 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, next, biblical peace brings us joy. I'm going to go way back into the Old Testament again, into the book of Proverbs, chapter 12, verse 20. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have great joy. Here's another one. Biblical peace is a blessing from God. Again, from the Psalms, Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. And finally, biblical peace assists us during difficult circumstances. I love these words from Isaiah, the prophet, chapter 54, verse 10. For the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you, and my covenant of, here it comes, of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. You study that passage for a while, and you're going to see everything from hesed, that loving kindness, to shalom, to one of my favorite Greek words, my compassion wonderful verse. You know, in a scary and violent world, the peace of God grants us a tranquility, a peace that you cannot find anywhere else, and it offers a light to other people who don't yet know that peace. We live in an eye-for-eye revenge culture. We live in scary times. It seems like if you watch any news at all, it's all about fear. But friends, the peace of God transcends our circumstances the world and with this we can uh, we can rest assured that he will come again and make everything right once more our peace can also stir the curiosity of those who do not believe in christ they will see us exercise a spirit of tranquility and peace and faith and they will want to know the reason for our faith particularly in these shaky times and then and then when they ask We can have a reason at the ready. As gospelers, we can say, I'm not afraid, because I have the peace of Jesus, and I'd love to tell you more. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion. God bless. Have some peace today.